I don't think he's going to be any good, Ben. What that joint? I I think this uh this uh <laughs> the train the floor train joint that you picked up is uh, a bit of a dud. Yeah, I I don't uh I don't know. I was feeling oh. anything off. Oh yeah, there we go. I kind of got yeah, it there. You got something like... small, small, small bumps. So Ben can explain. But what we're doing right now is we are smoking a joint that he found on a train, and Ben has a better story about it and the joint itself. <laughs> I'm a cover. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we have to figure out how to smoke and podcast at the same time. But <laughs> first world podcast problems. Yeah, uh, I I don't even know if I <coughs> where I told told you about it. All I know. It was all I know is you found it on a train. That's all I know. Oh, I don't remember if I said it on on here on an earlier uh, recording or not. But uh, I was riding a train up in the morning. <laughs> oh, you're handing it to me again. That's right. Just as I start the story. All that's right. right. That's right. One more hit, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go into the story here. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can't make this a special uh, special know. podcast on I don't know Saturday. what's in that fucking joint but, uh, oh no we'll find out yeah that might be an Aaron agony joint where uh, <laughs> he swears up and down to this day five years later that it was just weed but that thing put the kazawi on me after one big hit so I don't know um yeah I was driving up I'm not driving riding the train up to work <laughs> one morning and uh don't die I'm Don't good. Die. I'm good. You're supposed to be the, the I expert. I don't smoke joints, man. I, right. I, I, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a overprivileged white male. I I smoke a a, a pen like everybody else. This, the, I, the vaping is just such a fucking turn off at this point. Oh man, it's so convenient. It's a, but I maybe listen. Years and years and years ago, someone had like one of those big vape machines or or I don't know what they called it at the time. If it wasn't really a hookah, but uh, they had this like an electronic device and you. It was smokeless, you know. You and I mean, oh, uh, I was at a, I was at a. Bur- okay, here's what, it, here's where that was. This was, it must be over ten years ago. Um, we have a friend, uh, Jim, who goes by Bulldog, who has, a, he has a goes uh, by Bulldog. Well, he's got a business that's Bulldog. What? Uh, oh, ten four signs and uh, and uh, maybe I shouldn't use. Ah, fuck it. He does. Well, it's already out there. Yeah, he makes signs. We don't edit has, this shit. He has this really cool workshop. <laughs> In like a warehouse and he makes signs. He does neon. He does the others. And he also does like repair and removal stuff. So he has like some, I don't remember you know, like the, remind me Vice, the, the, the racetrack, the old racetrack that's pictured in that. Yeah. He has that sign. Oh. In his, they, like they, I guess it, they were scrapping it or whatever. And he's like, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> that's a cool. So he's got some cool there. things. Yeah. And, but his warehouse, we call it, he called, we call this place the warehouse because it's a warehouse space. Um, and oh, back in the day. Apparently, there were legendary parties there because the bottom floor, the front section, there's like a work section where he works on his his stuff. But he's also got like a dance floor in there. And he had like and this is like 10 years ago. And he had like the big commercial uh, drink uh, fridges, you know, like at a 7-Eleven or whatever. And they like one was just full of energy drinks and one was full of sodas and one was full of beers. And then upstairs, he had a slushy machine that had a spout on the wall that made like uh, alcoholic slushies. And he had, he lived upstairs. It was like a one bedroom and like a two bathroom deal or one in, or one, one. Um, 
and you know it was just like all these little section areas like there was a there was a bar slash kitchen upstairs that looked residential you know but it was in a warehouse a loft lofted warehouse um and there was like he had like lighting in there for like a like a like dance floor with like a disco ball and laser lights and it honestly sounds like the perfect home it's amazing it's amazing and there's like like jackie knew him through yeah. uh through uh one of the boys yeah. i'm not gonna throw any more names out there uh, ten four. but uh but let's say he works at nxt and trains the young boys now <laughs> so uh he or girls i don't know which one but uh uh about legendary parties in there of sex drugs and rock and roll and all that stuff uh, so it was on the tail end of him having these things there. Cause I think he kind of tapered off. Um, but, uh, and Jackie's like, yeah, come, we're going to go. It's like going to be a combo birthday. There It was like some other girl's birthday that we didn't know. Yeah. And Mike Sanders. Oh, wow. Uh, above average Mike Sanders. I guess he and his wife were in town, uh, you know, first birthday weekend, like in Miami, staying at a nice hotel. Yeah. Like maybe the Piltmore or one of those types. And so, uh, so I'm like, yeah, cool. And so I brought one of my friends who I can't also mention because if the story got out, he'd be in trouble with his job, <laughs> which involves enforcing <laughs> the opposite of Ten good four. times. Uh, but, uh, the opposite of good times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we go to this, uh, this party and, and it's just like, you know, it's, Every beer you can imagine is in the fridge. And if you want a Coke, it's there. If you want a Red Bull, it's there. If you want a, a mystery slushy with lots of tequila or vodka or whatever the fuck they put in it, it's there. <laughs> there were, uh, uh, someone had some really shitty Coke. Uh, really shitty. <laughs> and uh, they, must not have, they must not have bought it in Miami. I don't even know what really shitty Coke means. <laughs> I, it's, it, I it's hard to explain, but oh, I, okay, right. I think I've only ever had really shitty Coke. That's the problem. <laughs> so I don't have a comparison. I think the three times in my life that I've ever done it, each experience, it was a shittier sample than the last. Huh. So I, I can't tell you what good Coke's like, but I can tell you what shitty Coke's like. So, and it's like, and everyone has admitted this is shitty Coke. So, so like, so I, so I, I, part- I wasn't making that up like, so part of the uh, bucket list when this podcast becomes successful is get Ben real Coke. Get me one quality bump Just one before real, I die. Some and real not a re- And then we're not talking about wrestling. <laughs> so the, the, long, the long story short is this party was, it was celebrating two groups of friends yeah. because it was two people's birthdays. And I think something else was there was another group there for another reason. It was just like chaos. And it was like hot. Like, must have been a hundred people there in this cool place. Yeah. That's like, you know, he even had, he had some arcade games in there. One was like a Bob Sapp one from Japan or something. Just cool stuff. Phenomenal. Just, just stuff you and I. Anytime we can bring Bob Sapp into a conversation. I'm right. Happy. So, uh, so the, the, not the moral story, but the reason I was telling us was that way back in that day, 10, 15, yeah. 10 or more years ago, maybe 15 years at this point. I don't even remember. Uh, I'll have to look it up later. But uh, uh, someone had this. They weren't even saying like vape. It was like it was like oh, it's the smokeless way to do weed and blah blah blah. And they had a little machine and you took a blast off of it and whatever. So that was uh, 
I know exactly what the fuck a vaporizer. There we go. Vaporizer. vaporizer. That's all it. right. That's all it. Right. That's it. It was it was called a vapor. Ba- one called vape. Yeah. Which I guess vape is just short for vaporizer. But that's what they were. Yeah, it with a vape pen. Yeah. Yeah. And so although uh, calling like a, like calling your pen a vaporizer does sound super cool. It does. So anyway, let, uh, before we go back to the, right. the shitty uh, the joint that we're not sure if it's good or bad or laced or what. Well, I'm starting to think yeah. maybe it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're feeling a little bit. Okay. A little bit. So. Uh, so we're at this party and we're celebrating Mike's birthday and there's a group of us, my, you know, Jackie, someone with him, maybe Jessica, probably Jessica, uh, uh, me, my friend, uh, Mike, his wife, one of their friends. That's also a lady. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to call her. She was okay, a group of, a group of people. Okay. Well, I, I don't, I'm only going to use the context of this for a little bit later. And so we had a good time and, Sanders had some shitty coke. He must have brought it down from Atlanta because you, you don't get that stuff in Miami for sure. And uh, shitty wrestler coke. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, where was this? What were we going with this? The vaporizer. So, yeah, we were. Yeah. But so so the epic story from that night that uh, that I keep getting reminded about is that uh, at the end of the night I'm like we're going and Sanders and his wife and their friend need a lift to the hotel and you know me and my friend and we only have this mini that i had so we were cramming like five people into a mini cooper yeah mini cooper oh my god you're driving a mini cooper is an amazing thought i was leasing a mini cooper at the time and it was like not the the bigger one with the back uh it was literally basically a two-seater with a with like one person could comfortably kind of wedge sideways in the back that's cute so we crammed everyone in there and like I was way too blasted, but I was driving anyways. And my friend was in the so side. So you all get buried in the little Mini Cooper. In the side, <laughs> the seat next to me. And they were, and Sanders and his crew were in the back. And it was just this, I think, or maybe someone was sitting on someone's lap. I don't know. But we, we, it was like a clown car. And we were driving to their hotel. And they weren't sure where the hotel was. And it was just like this. Like kind of like car ride from hell, like but Benny, we were all enjoying ourselves. Like this Benny Hill car ride. It's uh, and so uh, phenomenal. So I keep getting over the years. Mandy always keeps bringing Mandy hit up. Uh, Mike's wife or now ex-wife uh, bring always brings it up still. And when people even and I think even a friend like had friended her and uh, he had mentioned that he knew me and she was like, oh, ask him about the car ride in the Mini Cooper. <laughs> like, oh, God. So that brings us full circle about this this uh, mystery vape. train joint. Vape, vape, vape. So uh, so then this train, the train joint was that uh, as motorcycles revving outside uh, that uh that I'm sitting on a train riding to work and you know, I'm sitting across they, they have the I think I've told this before, but who cares? Uh you know, they have the seating on some of the trains where you have two seats next to each other and then you're facing two more seats next to each other. This is awesome. It's like a soundtrack to right? the uh, story. The I like this. Someone's car is going off. This is what we need to do is soundproof the Breakfast Club Performance Center. We probably Especially do. the uh But I have Mike's the podcast studio here. I have mic cords long enough for me to walk into a separate room and actually close the window. Well, we roll like that. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how this sounds. It's chaos. It's chaos. We haven't we we haven't been able to even been able to tell a coherent story, and this joint hasn't even kicked in yet. I know it's amazing. It's, I can't wait for an hour. We're from in now. trouble. So, uh, 
So the guy, so I'm, so I'm sitting across, you know, we usually sit if there's four seats and there's two facing two like that, yeah. you usually sit kind of catty corner. You don't sit exactly across from someone Just staring at him for unless, an hour and a half, unless there's no other seats. Right. Or so, you're a psychopath. So you're like, so each of us is, is sitting across from each other, but we're facing an empty chair. Yeah. That's how you usually do it. So he's sitting in the, in the, you know, just diagonally from me. Mm-hmm. And when his stop comes up, he, he gathers all his stuff and gets up and walks off the train. Uh, the train starts rolling again, so he's not coming back. And I look on the floor, and he had dropped a joint on the floor. So I quickly, like with my ninja swoop skills, I, almost <laughs> as fast as a as a, a cookie grab from an audience. <laughs> so, uh, but not nearly as, almost as fast, but not quite as fast. Uh, I grabbed it and I put it in my bag and then I mentioned to you or to the group that yeah. I had it and uh, we haven't got a chance around to it. Just until, keep talking uh, shit about doing it, but it's been so. it's been like a good month or more yeah. since it's, we was, it's, it's like a, we, it's like a wine we've let it cultivate. I know. don't I don't think this, that is not how it works at all. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> this joint benefits from uh, it's, it's saying uh, like Asian beef here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So well, we'll see uh, how this progresses in the next hour. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, my money's on uh, fun things, fun yeah. times. So, so uh, I, I, I told you, and I told them that we found Drew. So oh, that's right. Drew has been located. Drew is in good health. Yeah, and he uh, apparently is going to be competing in a bodybuilding competition, uh, up, you know, West Palm, which is not that close to us, but. Mm. Drew sometimes is worth the drive from anywhere, just like the Briscoe Brothers. Just like the Briscoe Brothers body shop with the drive from anywhere. <laughs> so it would be interesting to bump into him and see him after a, a brief layoff of communication for whatever reason. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's the update. Oh, the update on Drew. Well, I've got uh, so. As uh, as we all know, and and uh, and everyone is. Uh, By the way, I think we're starting here. I think all that was garbage. We did. I don't know. Is everything? I'm kidding. Is I'm kidding, anything kidding. we do quality? No. <laughs> Rarely ever. Uh, maybe maybe the uh the the hour long. It wasn't that long, but uh the the long story just to say, hey, dude got up from train, left weed, the end. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So with the whole like uh the whole uh coronavirus COVID-19 whatever you want to call it it's it's been weird because you start to see like weird shit like fly off the shelves at places like you wouldn't expect like like okay so well here I mean I think everyone just pressure everything like it's a hurricane like it's a fucking hurricane but like weird things so like it's fine I don't like know. there's no more Twinkies because people have been stockpiling Twinkies like well, who the fuck are, started that people are planning their quarantine appropriately jesus I mean. christ but the the weird thing is like so i have another week left at the call center and then uh the new boy prime is a free man with only one job so i could be a regular uh, i could be a real boy but with the whole uh coronavirus thing going around and at the call center bro if you cough more than four times everyone looks at you awkwardly for like the rest of the night it's fucking weird the guy next to me just got sick he's just sick he's just sick there's no nothing Nothing. What? He's just sick, and seeing people walk past his desk, like people that would normally walk around our our side to get someplace, will go another aisle away for the same task. It. Let me let me <laughs> let me reiterate for the hundred thousandth time that uh, 
your job is staffed by it, retards and idiots. <laughs> uh, I mean, are that uh, you you have. I'm sure you have a dozen stories of just how this generation, and it makes us old to say it, but there really is a difference between Oof. people that learned how to work hard and those that have come up in this generation. Oh, I have a so uh, so I finally got popped for uh, I got I got pulled in and I got yelled at a violation. What I do got, they call I, them there? I um I I I triggered somebody. I offended a fellow coworker. Do you know who it was? They wouldn't tell me. <laughs> did you ask? I did. <laughs> I'm sure even that they may. It would be funny. It would be like if you asked and you see them write something down right after you ask, <laughs> like so, violation yeah. two, and they, or keep an eye on this guy because he may attack somebody <laughs> thinking they ratted us. Um, I was having a conversation with a coworker. Uh, we were t- we just, it was like late. At, it was later at this shift. All the work was done, and we we're just kind of bullshitting. And she had brought up the idea. I mean, she had brought up the the, the fact that she had done uh, uh, softball all through like high school, and and I was like, it's crazy. You got two kids too. She's like, what? I'm like, hey, you know, most people play softball and end up lesbian, so it's great seeing you know. Oh, uh, so so it, so it literally was inappropriate. <laughs> it could be construed as such. <laughs> And the uh I mean she wasn't the one of No, no, no. We we like the whole there was like eight of us. We all like we all laughed and just moved on. Like there wasn't like like nobody in the group even paused to go, well, that was a little not, yeah, was it? Probably. I say things, it happens. I'm me. Uh so like weeks like this is like three weeks ago this conversation happened. So I, I got I got pulled in the other day and I thought it was because it probably took them two weeks to work their nerve up to do it because they're so tender and I just and uh since I'm leaving I was like oh this must be my exit interview you have an exit I have two exit interviews one with my team and one with the HR department but they were scheduled for next week when I'm actually leaving so I'm like this is weird and they're everyone's sitting they're both sitting out down there my my supervisor my direct lead and just you know real like like, oh, man, we don't want to have this conversation, but we have to have this conversation looks. And I'm like, what would I do, guys? That's why I asked, what did I do? And they're like, they're like, I don't know. What did you do? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. But I surprised myself daily, so let's see what happened. You know, I work at a call center with a bunch of Gen Zers, most of which whose only job is human interaction don't know how to interact with humans, albeit on the phone or in person. So you can, you know pull all those uh draw up your own conclusions how how that those interactions go i do my best to you know work that office environment not say things you know i really really do try so i'm thinking in my mind i'm like what did i do and then they go well did you have a conversation the other day with uh your office i mean your your cubicle mate about uh uh softball and i thought about for a second and i'm like what are you talking about they're like did you Say that people play softball or lesbians, and I went, "Oh no, <laughs> oh shit!" I said that, <laughs> and I'm like, "I offended somebody, and I'm so sorry." If I whoever I offended, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. And then my uh, supervisor, who um, uh, is super good at her job, and I respect, but she's got blue hair. You know what that means? <laughs> no, that they're a librarian. <laughs> With what I've come to understand with the like the Gen Z generation, 
women who color their hair different colors and obvious different colors oh, like blue and gonna, red are you know are you know some kind of like abuse survivor or something like that's a like a like a thing thing apparently are, are you like no it's a thing it's it's like people they joke about it all the time and, and cuz i don't know i don't no this sounds like afterwards you go i think i read that somewhere Oh yeah, if we want if we want to fact check this, we better just put our phones down. Let's uh, not uh, let's not try to fact check Prime right now because uh, after the the train joint and my own uh, you know lack of facts in my daily speak, this is uh, <laughs> speaking out of turn is a uh, it's probably happening right now. But anyway, so she's really like really stern. It's like we take this really seriously. It's unacceptable. And I was just like, I I'm sorry. I said an off color thing. I I truly am sorry if I offended anybody because I work very hard not to, which is true. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I don't know like, where else can this conversation go. You know, I offended somebody. You're letting me know. I'll watch my language in the future. I apologize for it. Let's get back to work. And then my lead, who, I, like, he obviously didn't want to be having this conversation. I don't think he was the one who had it. I think she's the one who wanted to have the conversation. Because she definitely seems like that kind of person who wants to go above and beyond office protocol because she's, you know, hungry for uh, uh, movement upward the ladder. She's very good at her job. And in the time of my short time being there, she's already moved a few rungs up the ladder. So I'm seeing, I understand why she's having this. He doesn't want to be doing this. So he starts trying to like one more time, like reiterate the explanation of why that kind of speech is inappropriate in the office. And I'm just like, all right, we get this. Like you both know, like. I understand what you're talking about. We've had this. We didn't even need to pull me aside. Like you, like we walked across the building into another room to have this conversation. Right. Like you could have pulled me 10 feet off the floor away from everybody. Like, look, don't say the word lesbian say anymore. Word again. And we're good. So they made a big show. They make a big show about everything they do there for some reason. I don't understand when you could just pull someone aside for 10 seconds, say what you need to say and move on. And it's just like, we'd been there like, well, four- that's also part of the insanity of, yeah. So we've been sitting there for four minutes in this room already, and like, all right, we've 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 started it. I understand. We've concluded it. Uh, it was uncomfortable. Uh, I tried to make one joke about it that didn't go so well, so I just apologized to Ken because <laughs> I tried to find humor and everything, and that was not working. And that because she was super fucking serious, and then like he was trying to explain, but he kind of like, hey, like he was. Like, uh, uh, just, uh, doing like the, what's the, uh, holy shit, I'm losing my fucking words, temples. <laughs> uh, Cliff Notes. He was using the Cliff Notes version of the conversation, just summoning it up real quick. And she goes, no, 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 no. We need to reiterate this in its full one more time. Oh, what a So she did it ass. again. And I, at this point, I'm like, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, my only thought is, if I had to deal with this because I triggered somebody, at least let me have done it correctly. <laughs> right. Like, if at I, least I knew I did it. I meant to do it. And I totally deserve the bullshit I'm going through right, right. now. And you put your weight behind it. Yeah. You, did it, you know, as I, opposed I, to- I just wanted to go, what's her name? Because if we're going to do this, give me about two minutes. If I'm going to get punished for it, yeah. at least let me earn it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was telling the coworker later, um, because, you know, nobody knows me on, on the co- except for me as... 
uh, my wife's husband, kind of, is what I'm known for on the floor. Some of them know I used to do wrestling, but only because she told them. Because she doesn't respect boundaries. And, no, I'm joking. <laughs> so, like, some of the co-workers are like, I can't believe you got pulled off for that. I'm like, it makes me so mad because if only, if only that bitch knew. <laughs> What I was really capable of. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking triggered piece of shit cunt. I fucking ripper. But. But. I said the word lesbian. In a funny context that could never have been taken any other way. But. We live in a world where everyone's triggered constantly by everything. So yeah. I can't wait to leave that call center. I've had my fail. Good people. I've had a good time. The company did well by me. But I I can't do it anymore. It's, It's too much for me. Yeah, they, it, it gets a little ridiculous. The uh, Corp- people successfully navigate corporate America these days. Bless you, because I, I don't know how you do it. The uh, the <laughs> you were talking about them coughing and everyone getting crazy. I had my boss came back from. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to get the words out of my mouth. <laughs> you can use this, buddy. You he can came do back this. from faith. like a kickball game, a kickball tournament in San Diego, which they won. But he flew all the way from Florida to L.A., San Diego to go play in kickball tournaments. And uh, when he came back from the Tuesday that morning that I saw him all the way through like today, just coughing. And I'm like, oh, great. This is going to go well. Oh, <laughs> um, my God. But then, I've been, uh, but then I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm not really – like I just assume I'm going to catch it. I mean, I ride the fucking train to work every day. So – I would rather almost just like if it's one of those things where you get it, you don't get it again, kind of thing. Yeah. Then I just let's get it out of the way. Or one could assume because you ride the train every day, your immune system is stronger than most because of what you're daily exposed <laughs> Dude, to. This, I think I think riding the train is the same as like eating ass. Like you're just gonna. <laughs> I just built an immunity. You, either one is gonna really strengthen your immune system. <laughs> so, so I guess if you're both, you're. Uh, you're pretty much bulletproof. You're like a, mm-hmm. you're like a Magic Johnson. So, <laughs> so yeah. So he's been coughing, and I even made a post about it, and it, it, everyone was laughing and writing my tombstone. But uh, I, I figure, you know, let's just get it out of the way. Let's. Like I, I'm could, okay. I'm not afraid to catch some fucking mystery virus that sounds pretty much like the flu, and even if it has a higher mortality rate, I believe it's just in like older and frail people because or young, or young people that don't have that immune system yet i don't know but it, maybe infants but i don't i don't even um, know i think all the deaths are over old, the age of like 60 older or, or 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 infirmed people or so. the or people that have like this mystery heart or health condition that they didn't know about right so you know some real underlying things we just gotta hope we just gotta hope that like yeah that, but that maybe the next flu would have taken them out anyways too you know you don't know so i i'm not i'm some natural selection going on yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't want to sound ignorant, but, you know, I'm not... It's a, all right. We're in the right podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but I, just in terms of, like, I'm not really overly concerned about catching it, and I'm I'm not... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, again, I feel like if I was going to get it, let's just get it now and get it over. But I find that it's really crazy that the way everyone else is reacting to it. I see they're canceling stuff left and right, man. Comic conventions and, uh, you know, some... I've got a convention. There's like a basketball. There's like a college has a basketball game this weekend. They're going to hold it, but in an empty. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to see it anymore. And I saw the NBA uh, sent out to teams going like, yo, we might be playing games without 
uh, non-essential personnel, which would just be like the camera crews and and just the fucking teams. Can you imagine empty stadium basketball games? It's I don't feel like or sports games really of any consequence. Like, what's the difference? You're not. It's not like okay. Here you go to a a place that has twenty thousand people in it, or fifteen thousand, or ten thousand, whatever the bat size of a basketball arena is. You're gonna only bump into X number of people and be exposed to X number of things. You know, it's not like you're licking every handrail in the damn place and and you know and using every sitting on every single toilet. It's I thought like, that's what you're supposed to do. It's like so, so it's no different for that. What three hours you're there to and the number of people as opposed to anywhere else you'd go in that day and yeah. and, and which is silly. Like I understand more the conventions and stuff because you're there. A long time. And con flu and is already a thing. And you're huddled. Yeah. Everyone's huddled in these spaces at times. And hygiene is terrible at conventions. And hygiene is terrible there. So I understand that. Well, it depends on the convention. I'm not just talking the comic stuff. I'm, I'm just going to go right down the border. But because I mean, you those, could, you know. you know, there's medical conventions and mm. boat shows and things like that. But those are the ones I'd be more worried about that than going to a sporting event. Especially also in a sporting event where it's like an open air Stadium, I'd even be less concerned because of, like, I see, at least it looks like for now, uh, WWE has released a statement saying they're not, uh, they're not, they're still going with WrestleMania. And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you? It's like, it's ridiculous. I think the only thing, uh, like, policy-wise for them, I think the only thing is maybe tell uh, their performers to maybe cut back on the selfies and the handshakes and the and rats they, they fuck well that's no but <laughs> but the but but you know all the interact other interaction fans and stuff maybe cut that back and maybe it will affect their access events yeah. that they have which they probably make a fucking shit ton of money at so i don't know the the photo ops and the signature lines and the i mean the olympics also looks like it's going to be very interesting considering it's supposed to be in what tokyo right yeah, they've talked about. I don't know what the recent talk is, but I, I guess that's on a daily basis God, of you consideration. The, you imagine the Olympics being postponed? Not postponed. It would have to be canceled. And we'll postpone until probably like next year. No, they said it would be canceled. Could you imagine being an athlete? You've worked four fucking years. Well, it's like the same thing as if your your country also decides to not participate in Olympics. You know, it's I think so shitty, I man. think we've pulled out of things at times. America doesn't pull out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I, th- I think we skipped an Olympic somewhere along the way. I don't remember when, but I think we did. I thought Germany was excluded one year or something. I don't well, know. that's a different thing. Excluded and choosing not to participate. But they, I don't I, fucking know. The Germans and the Russians, I think, have been banned from either. Whole, oh, I know the Russians are banned Olympics now. Or, or or just I think Olympics. Russia got like a, a two year ban from the whole for bullshit. Steroids yeah, for shit. steroids, some shit like that. A couple of year ban or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, so Putin might put up his own Olympics and declare Russia better than everybody and all that nonsense. That's fine. Um. Yeah. So he, <laughs> so he comes back with the, the cough, and I'm just like, great, I'm gonna catch it. But uh, <laughs> then, like a day later, he shows me this picture because. Because our podcasts aren't anything if they aren't even worth listening to unless there's a shit story in them. So I'm like, <laughs> Here we go. So he, he shows me this picture and it's, uh, did you, well, 
did you listen to the one I did with Anthony yet? I haven't had a chance. Oh man. Okay. Well, so it kind of harkens back to that, but, uh, he shows me his picture and it, at first I'm looking at like a beer keg, but then I realized that it's been fashioned into a urinal. Oh my God. And it's in a, ba- you know, men's bathroom. And then I look closer and there's just <laughs> this fucking, like, it looks like someone took a ladle of chili. <laughs> oh God. And put it on the ice that was sitting in the urinal. Oh, it's like someone ladled chili or like uh, that magic shell shit you used to put on ice cream oh, or Jesus. something. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I look oh, at him. Fuck. He's smiling and I go, did you do that? Which is what Anthony asked me when I said my picture yeah. <laughs> of my uh, incident. Uh, he goes, yeah, I couldn't hold it a minute, a second longer. I couldn't hold it long enough to get to the women's bathroom. Oh, I had to go now. And so he's like, he's in the bathroom and apparently, you know, again, they're at like some bar after or during their kickball tournament weekend. And they're all shit-faced, drinking and whatever. And he's doing the dance. And there's a guy in the stall. And so his his friend jokes and says, why don't you just shit in the sink? And so he like, uh, so he, uh, my boss decides, well, no, but I'll shit in this urinal. And I mean, he must not have barely got his pants down and just buckshot that fucker. I don't think he even had to get close to it. I think it just... <laughs> That thing looked like uh, the, the wall behind someone that shot their head off. Holy so, uh, shit. <laughs> so oh. his his friend turned around and sees him shitting in the urinal. He's like, I wasn't being serious. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, it was a quick one, two, bang, bang. And they're out of the bathroom. And then the whole the rest of the night, like uh, you'd see people like, that then went into the bathroom and came out that were in their groups, you know, uh, of kickballers. And, and, uh, every time someone would go, man, someone shit in the fucking urinal. He would get really loud. Go, who would do that? That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm so offended. <laughs> what animal can't hold their mud, you know? Oh, <laughs> oh sh- well, literally shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe a grown ass man will fly to another state to go play kickball. To kick a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, maybe there's some money in the tournaments, but I don't think like once you split it with your whole team, that m- almost any of the tournaments do more than like pay for your flight or something. You know, let alone your lodging and your food and your time off from work and whatever else you be involved to go do this i guess people just need that communal aspect i don't know i mean it is a social thing and everyone likes to drink and the kickball secondary and that kickball kind of circle it's just the reason you're there everyone fucks everybody else and it's one of you know it's whatever i i remember that one season of softball we did oh my god we had we we tried to the kickball organization also put together a softball yeah, the, the can, wife basically we all, put a kibosh on doing that again we all uh, <laughs> we all were on the team and some of us tapered off playing after a while yeah yeah you was, and seth yeah i got stuck playing because my roommate was basically the brand league so 
Uh, the last game, you know, the last, I remember the last game of the season. You oh. weren't there, but. Ben's big moment. Oh, I hit a, I hit like a line drive and uh, to like shortstop or something, and which is irrelevant to the story. And I hit the ball and then I start running to first base. And uh, I was playing first base earlier and someone zinged a, uh, you know, threw a ball to me to make it a play at first and he threw it so low and it flew and it hit that inner bone on your ankle you know and it it bounced off and you know like so my foot was killing me i go up you know like next inning or the inning after whenever it was and uh and i could barely walk on this foot and i i hit the ball and i start bolting the first base and like my foot just stops working for a minute and i just topple <laughs> end over end down the first base line and land in my flippity do stumble whatever it was right on my front and i immediately like feel the sharp pain and uh and i can't breathe for like two or three minutes and i'm all like banged up like every knee and elbow i land since i land on like my, my chest and my front i was like i also it was my shoulder so that that was like really out of whack. You felt like a cartoon character. It was. It was absolutely. I could, in my mind while I was doing it, I could picture my. I could literally picture myself <laughs> as if I was out of body watching it, and I was exactly like, like old a, Hanna Barbera. The 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 effects of the beep boop boop as you're yeah. you're freaking. <laughs> it was bad, and I so I land. And I can't catch my breath, and then I finally start breathing again. But my my ribs hurt, but but everything else hurts too, like yeah. my ankle and my knee and my shoulder. And so I'm just like, I'm all fucked up. And everyone's like, wow. Well, we, like, basically, it was like, man, that was, we're glad you're okay, but that was spectacular. Like, <laughs> like and everyone's look. I'm, every, if someone's looking around, it's like, I was hoping they're, they had some security here and we caught that on like video or something. <laughs> I do too. But, uh, so I get home and like, like, I'm, I just know, like, I've, like, so many things hurt, but also my ribs feel like I've cracked them or something. Broken bin. And so, like, two days go by and everything else starts to go away. And that's when those distractions start fading. My, my chest starts hurting more and more. And of course it's like, if you, I dread coughing, like that's, I'm so afraid to even like sneeze or cough. And, uh, cause of the pain and, and, uh, and, and as time's going on, it's harder and harder to take a deep breath or, and, or, or deeper breaths. And of course it hurts when you breathe too much, inhale too much. Anyways, so like, and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, two days, like, again, it was like two days later, I just couldn't breathe at all. And I had to go to the hospital and they just, they're like, oh yeah, you, you've cracked two ribs and there's all this, uh, fluid building up oh, in your chest. And I guess when you're, <laughs> when the fluid builds up in your chest, yeah, it takes up the space that your lung uses to expand. So as the more and more fluid, the more shallow and shallower yeah. your lung gets and can, and can uh, you know, inhale. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, yeah, um, it's a good thing you came in now. Cause you would have probably had a collapsed lung by the end of the day. Cause oh. it did that much fluid there. So he's like, so they're like, yeah, we're going to just have to drain this. Oh. And, and so like, you know, like, all right, whatever, man. And he comes back with these fucking, these syringes that like, they're like tubes. They're like male. They're like the width of like, like, 
maybe a paper towel tube. They're plastic, and uh, to put in your body? No, 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 no. Oh. The 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 body of it, the syringe. The, oh, oh, okay. The okay. what you're gonna suck the fluid into? Oh, okay. Withdraw right. the fluid into, and and they stick this big, yeah, it was a big gauge needle right in through my ribs, Ooh. and uh, and just withdrew like, I think it was like a two, almost two tubes worth of like, fluid out of there, like, oh. and it was that like, it's just like a clear, fluid. But it was like you know pinkish, yeah. yellowish, but really light, and uh, yeah, that was it. And then they're like, they're like, all right, on your way. Uh, if if it starts to get hard to breathe again, you might need to be drained again. But uh, but it was fine. Just the the hospital bills I've been ignoring. What hospital bills? Right. Maybe one day you'll win the lottery and never pay them either. Well, again. It's funny. I'm like so inju- injury prone. And I, I like, listen, I, I'm not afraid to. It's not that I, not, the word's not, I'm not afraid. When someone tells me I've got to like take a needle in the ribs or whatever, what am I going to do? Start crying and panicking. It's like, it's yeah. still going to happen. So you just got to, I've found this way to Zen like be like, well, I have to. So, okay, let's do it. I was kind of the same way in my last hospital because I was deathly afraid of needles forever. Deathly. I, could, yeah. I hated needles. I mean, when I broke my leg, I was like, okay, whatever. As yeah. long as I can walk on it, I guess I'm. And when the lady came in, we got to do all this stuff to you. I'm like, this, whatever. You just. Just do it. Don't yeah, tell it's the longer you talk about it, the, the longer I have to wait. I shot like today, like not today, this week. Uh, you know those uh, those nail guns. Yeah, uh, not the not the ones with like the thick gauge nails that have the uh, the little heads on them, but like the, the pin nailers. The pin nailers yeah. that, that, like just to describe to anyone listening that it shoots a nail, but it's really fine. It's like it looks like thin, pencil pencil thread. I'm uh, pencil lead. It's even thinner than that. Well, like the number one pencil lead? Yeah. For like the super, mechanical pencils? It's super thin, and yeah. it doesn't have a head on it. It's just... I don't even know if... The the end might... The one end might be just kind it's of... It's really just attack something on a wall. a little bit of a... It's to tack two things together if you're gluing them or just... Right. It, yeah. But it doesn't leave a... But it's, it, it's supposed to go in and not leave like a bump of a head mm-hmm. of a nail or something. So it goes in... So anyways, I like three... I think they were three quarter inch long or one one inch long, something like that. And uh, I'm just not even paying attention. And this stupid thing even has a trigger guard on it. You can't just pull the trigger. Yeah. You literally have to, with your other finger, like it's say your, your, your index finger is your trigger finger. So your middle finger has to be right underneath, pulls this thing down. And so you have to pull that down with your middle finger and then you could shoot it with your index finger. Yeah. So for some reason I had the, <laughs> I had just had the guard held down and I'm lining it up and I accidentally, shoot it before it's on the wood and i immediately feel a pain in my index finger on my other hand oh and i look and that nail is about a third of the way into my finger oh jesus and so i'm like and it just is this immense pain it hurt it hurt more than when i cut my finger open with a razor blade and so uh so i'm immediately just like oh shit i look at it and if my first thought was i should take a picture of this but I'm like, no, nah, and me, it was canceled by the amount of pain from it, which, again, for such a tiny thing. <coughs> but maybe because of the direction it was in, it was hitting like in the muscle and maybe some fucking it wasn't a bone because it wasn't yeah. that hard to get out. But um, it was it was wedged in there quite quite a distance uh, that I I was 
looking at, and again because there's no head on it you can't grab it with your fingers and pull it out your fingers just slide off of it uh so i i have to go find a pair of pliers so it took me like you know a good 45 seconds where i'm digging in the toolbox while i'm holding my finger the on my other hand away from everything and for some unknown reason once you hurt yourself you like elevate it for no yeah. reason or whatever so i finally get a pair of pliers and i grab the end of it and pull it out and that hurt the most probably not because of it being pulled out but because once you grab with the pliers no matter how careful you are you're probably yeah. immediately putting an angle on it yeah and putting pressure on it so yeah but i just pulled it out and i was like I just I just went and got a band-aid, put it on and went back to went back to shooting nails into this thing I was building. So, yeah. Unreal. But it was funny cuz I'm at that house. I we're doing uh where this guy, this guy, he's a total he's a the contractor that we do some work for. He's like a total moron and it's one of those guys that does things out of order, so things have to be redone and refixed and just it, it, it makes the job go twice as long because you're unfucking other people's stuff yeah. and they're fucking your stuff. So then you have to unfuck your work and it's crazy. So, but we were in there just doing some basic, like shooting some door frames, yeah. you know, not the frames, but the, the border, whatever you call that trim, the, trim. Door there trim. you go. Trim. So we we're shooting some trim in and there were like three doors in the whole house. They all had, they all had like those decorative windows on the doors. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're not inset and routered. They're like, uh, they're like uh, framed, Mm -hmm. and they're built outward and they're nailed on yeah there were three doors that were just plain so he was paying us to like put those little frames on those doors and we were putting trim on others and whatever else and but like watching these guys work and run their their job sites it's like watching monkeys fuck a football it's just like nothing getting accomplished and it's just really entertaining for the wrong reasons but uh but while we're there uh he has uh he had some clients come to like, I guess, look at this job. Yeah. And uh, it was this like guy in like his fifties and this like, like his sugar mama. He, he was like, this guy looked just like a guy that you would think doesn't have a job and lives off an older woman <laughs> at that age, you know, at, at 50. And she must've been like 75 or 80, like significantly older than him. Skeletal thin, and like, I knew she was older than she was, even though she had like perfectly brown, dark hair, because anyone that's old that has dyed hair, you could spot it immediately because there's no consistent, like there's, there's yeah. no like variation to it. It's always like one full, the whole head's one color. Yeah. Like, you know, no matter how old you are, there's a little more variation in your hair, no matter how young or old you are, mm -hmm. or if you got a, a few, maybe fool us with a few gray streaks to try it. But so whatever, but just watching this like lady and he's like he's like you know he's like on the on the payroll hard because he's like carrying her purse for her and and like trying to be part of the conversation but you can obviously tell like she's getting annoyed that he's even has an opinion on anything and whatever that's so typical too man and like man, how many times we've come across that he's parading these people around on the on the, the house and what we're doing in there and and uh and uh, and she's asking like a million questions and they're like really where I need to be working. But I've kind of gotten out of their way and now I'm like sitting there staring at them for like 20 minutes, getting more and more annoyed because I'm like, well, A, you're tying me up and yeah. B, I don't want to hear any of this. You're, <laughs> you, this is, you two are awful 
and it's it's annoying me and yeah. I'm, and then i'm like thinking because i have all this time i'm like thinking i'm thinking like man man i should get a sugar mama situation but then i realize even at i'm nearing 50 like at 48 that i'm not interested in going down on a 48 year old lady no offense to anyone but you're old <laughs> no offense you're old <laughs> Oh, and it's, it's not a. It's not. That's appealing. a shirt right there. Yeah. No offense, you old. <laughs> yeah. So uh, love it. So I was like, um, so then I started like laughing to myself and not like had to turn away because I'm like, because I don't want to see them laughing, see me laughing at them. Oh, fuck. But then, so the irony of that is that they're gone, maybe not even ten minutes, and I'm back to like working on stuff, and this old. Another really old guy, like must have been in his mid eighties, who's like, you know, at that age where it's hard for him to walk and stuff, but he's in good shape. He walks up to me and he introduces himself, very like super polite, old school kind of guy, mm-hmm. shakes my hand, that gets gets my name and, and whatever, and then just starts immediately at uh kind of starting a discussion about how this contractor is pulling guys off his job and how they've been working on this house for two years now and uh, and taking them to work other jobs. And I go, sir, I'm, I work for a subcontractor. I, I don't deal with yeah. him directly in any way, shape, or form. But he is in the house. Ha- I throw this guy right under the bus. I go, but he is in the house. Yeah. He, oh, he goes, oh, he's here now? I go, yep. So, uh, you know, <laughs> go on in. Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> and so then I hear him ripping this dude. Oh. And the dude's like, well, dude, we 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 work multi- we have multiple jobs going on at yeah. times. And you see him, like, being super, like, businessy, polite yeah. and everything. But this guy's like, like I mean, yeah. when you have someone working on your house for that long and not getting it finished, it's I get it. I get it. So I just threw that guy right under the bus and <laughs> fuck him because I don't like the guy. And I mean, you know, I guess if he's paying us to work, whatever. But yeah, I had that happen one time. I was working on a house in uh, Fort Lauderdale and we were doing a major renovation. Uh, hold, hold on. Uh, my point of that was oh. that uh, it was funny that he the timing of it. If that guy had come 10 minutes earlier, he would have caught him parading new clients in his house in his job that they're taking two years to finish he would have probably buried the dude and <laughs> screwed Holy the, shit. queered the whole thing that would have been awesome i i'm that, that was the whole phenomenal. thing i'm the whole thing coming off of that was i was i was disappointed that that didn't happen yeah no shit no because yeah, yeah, yeah. i could picture it was a, oh, bit, that been been a great story yeah yeah it's uh it's funny because obviously we both worked for shitty contractors like like you've done construction work now long enough where you're seeing it and obviously i've done it for a long yeah. time so i know Shit, it too. i've done it yeah <laughs> so it, that's funny i remember a job in fort lauderdale we put a whole new addition on a house and the customer went I'm gonna, from i'm gonna super, hit this way he was super he was super cool with me the entire time but he kept getting more and more angry at my uh bosses because you know, to him it's like it's just taking so long and the problem was because we were doing Fort Lauderdale, it was a major addition, a major addition. Was and we put a, we were putting a second floor on shit, like it was major. But the biggest problem was the city. Holy shit, man! They gotta like every little thing. Absolutely, Ben. A little bit, a uh, little bit of the smoky smoke. Yeah. The city is always a problem. 
we I've been on jobs where they get shut down all the time because someone didn't uh, get uh, something approved like, or didn't f- didn't f- you know, but mo- mostly for extracurricular work where it's like you didn't get a permit for that and we're shutting you down until you handle all that bullshit. I just remember because I did the um, I did the electrical service and the the whole thing and and he got he was getting mad at my boss but it wasn't us. FP and L just wouldn't come out to change their service lines before we could do the whole service change. Because when you do a brand new electrical service change to your house, if you have a certain type of uh, service coming into your house, FP and L has to come and change it now for codes and shit. And it's a bit whenever you do whenever you do work like that on your on your home and it involves the city or you know some uh uh some company like you know like an FP and electric company or it just Man, it always goes by so fucking slow. How many times have you worked on a on a job, big or small, where uh, probably smaller jobs where you're like working in their backyard or having to do it in inside when you should be doing it outside because you don't want like the the guy drive the code inspector who's driving around to catch you working. I and asking like, where's your permits? What are you doing? Yada yada. I used to be very big in that. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like when I was doing when I had the contract with the uh, uh, the assisted living facility that that I, when I would I, I had my little company I was doing that. Uh, I mean, it was more like ask forgiveness, not permission, because a lot, of, especially when it pertained to anything. That no, but I mean, like I've had like clients that are like, "Hey, can you just not work out front?" So that oh yeah yeah well, it happens all the time the, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, better part of discretion. But, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I'm just discreet about everything I did. Like, I didn't put, like, a sign out, but I also wasn't, like, panicky about it because... Oh, I well, yeah. it's not your... It's up to... If the client doesn't want to get the permits and stuff, yeah. then, then who cares? It's not... I don't know why you would be panicky about it other than, like, just it would delay your work. Yeah, or, yeah, it's just, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, what's his name? The fucko we worked for yeah. for a while, Joe, that... That piece of trash. Oh, I he, didn't want to. I never he, wanted to bury the guy. Why? Yeah. Well, you. He didn't. Maybe you guys split amicably. But no, I don't know. We never had a conversation past that one day. So like, I, I, I don't know how or I don't know how it felt. I don't give a fuck. It just doesn't bother me. But it was just more of just like like I, I was just looking around, going like, all right, it's time to go. I just get those time to go, and I and I leave. <laughs> okay. And yeah, uh, no, he. Fu- I remember the one he job. he fucked you way more than he did me. Yeah. Well, he, uh, yeah. I mean, we're working here. Here's so we're working in this, uh, this person's kitchen, and it's Friday, and he's not there. I'm just working all day on whatever. It's like painting cabinet furniture and whatever, and uh, you know, sending at the end of the day, kind of sending an update of where we're at and yeah. what still needs to be done and et cetera, et cetera. And I guess he was going to go over there over the weekend and do it or some mystery of I, at this point. I couldn't tell you exactly how it was supposed to go. But uh, uh, so and everything was cool. And he's like, all right, great, man. And and uh, I'll see you Monday, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, all the conversations we'd had before that, he's I it had always been like he's like, yeah, no, I, I'd say like, I, I don't know if I'm doing a good job or not. I, you know, yeah. You haven't really said anything. Like he goes, no, I got no complaints. Everything's good. You're doing a good job, et cetera, et cetera. For the whole year and a half or whatever, I've been working with him, and so, like literally everything. And if there, if he never was like, oh, you really fucked up, or I'm not happy with this, or whatever, et cetera. Et cetera. So whatever, 
I, I think everything's good. And he's like saying everything's good, even up to that Friday. He's like, and I'll see you Monday. And then fucking weekend goes by. And then Monday morning, he sends me a, a text at like, I think a chicken shit text at like four in the morning, you know, for me to wake up to. Uh, that's like, it was just like diatribe little thing. And if I had it on this phone, I'd pull it up and read it verbatim. And maybe I will on another podcast. But uh, it's it was like, you know, I'm just, it was basically just was, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, uh, I don't. And it was one of those like, as if he was arguing with someone about it. It was like, I don't need anybody. You know, it's like, as you know, I've, I've never needed anybody. It's, you know, like almost like, it, it's hard to explain, but it was like uh, basically not saying there was an issue. Just like, listen, I'm going to just uh, finish this job on my own. And uh, the other job we took uh, the the doors for, I'm going to return. And I'm like, I'm like going to stop doing this. And uh, I don't know if he quit doing all the jobs. Yeah. If he stopped that business completely. I don't know, but he made he implied like he was he was out all of a sudden randomly. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know? And it was chicken shit and I I I, I reply, I'm like, okay. And then later I'm like, hey man, uh I still need to get a few things and oh he was like he said, I'll pay you for this job when I get paid in a week or so because that's always how it works. Yeah. I was getting a percentage of the jobs. Uh so I was like he like, okay, and whatever. And so and I'm like I reply back and I'm like, listen, I'll, I'd like to get paid by Friday. I need to get my headphones from the shop. Yeah. And uh, like a charging cord and some other stuff I had there. And uh, I I really like, I know in his message it was like, and I don't want to talk about this and whatever. This yeah. is my final whatever. It's so random and out of the blue and not like I have a problem with you yeah. kind of thing. And uh, it was just like a sudden urge to just stop. But angry, kind of like in the letter, it was had a, not angry, but had an edge to it of like defensiveness or whatever. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't get any of this. So I was, I was like, I want to get my stuff and uh, whatever. And he was like, I, it was like in the original message, I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk about it, whatever. And I'm like, well, you're going to talk to me until I get paid yeah. and I get my shit. And he like replies back with a text. But like, you know, before Monday, if I message him, he messaged me back. That now it's like a six hour delay and whatever else. And I think he was like afraid for me to come to the shop or he didn't want to like look me in the eye and be a man and at least have fired me that way, let alone not want to explain himself, you know, but, uh, or explain what my, what I did wrong. You know, it was just, very, it was so random and strange. And there's a couple of scenarios I'm thinking of where like, uh, so eventually I got, I, Friday he sent me my money and like Wednesday he like put my few things in a bag and hung it on a post right in the back of the shop. The the post that you put a bar in to keep yeah. people from backing into your, your garage door on those uh, the warehouse. There. The warehouse uh, ballard. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he uh, he just leaves it there with a picture and says, here's your stuff. You can come pick it up. And I, I, I assumed he wasn't there. I didn't even bother going around front. But uh but it was like he did like he made this decision game wrote this random dear John letter about it and was like, and I don't want to talk about it. And I want to meet and I don't want, you know, it's like, what a pussy, what a chicken shit. What a, what a, like just a pussy way of handling it. That's the only word I can think of. And it's so funny. Cause this, I, like, I don't know what happened. 
I never really looked into it after that. I know that like he stopped posting on his on his website and whatever. For, yeah. But he was never really active on it to begin with. And I, I blocked him on social media, so I wasn't going to unblock him to look up if he'd ever posted. But my friend said he'd never posted. And one of the clients that was a mutual friend of my, of mine and Adam's was asking if I'd heard from Joe because she still had unresolved issues. That's right. I'd worked at her house. Yeah. And uh, he hadn't ever finished the job and she's looking for him. And, you know, and I'm like, no, I haven't. But if you do, I'd love to hear the story, you know. And like he just disappeared. I don't know. He disappeared from the social circles of who. Yeah. I, and so I don't know if he like got in trouble or I. I could see a couple of things. Maybe there was a client who wasn't happy and they sued him, and he decided to fold up everything and d- just disappear and go do something else. I know also, and fuck him if it, you know, this is a security risk or whatever. But he had been like uh, in talks to work at the White House to do. The furniture restoration. That's right. There. That big job he kept talking about. And it was like, uh, it was like just negotiations about them putting us up and them getting a space. So we didn't. There was no way we were going to go through the vetting and and yeah. and security of getting in and out of the White House every day. Yeah. And with our equipment and our tools and our supplies yeah. and stuff, that was ridiculous. It was like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You have to rent a space and you have to bring everything on site yeah. to us, and then we can work faster. We could. Yeah. We could bang this out like twelve hour days, fourteen yeah. hour. Screw it, because it's our now. It's on our time schedule, not the White yeah. House's. And so, he'd be going back and forth with them and on sticking points and whatever. And so whatever. And I don't know. Maybe I mean like that job would have been hundreds of that. Like like my cut would have been like hundred hundred or two hundred thousand dollars or something. Apparently. Yeah. So we were uh, all talking about going. Yeah. You know? And so uh, maybe he got that. And said, I'll just do it by myself. F everybody. But, yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. If it's a if it's a one big payday and you don't have to worry for a while. And uh that he that uh that he said, Oh, you gotta go and they needed him up there immediately, so he canceled the jobs and that could have been it. But I or he or he got sued or he legit got frustrated and said, Fuck it, maybe something went wrong at the job I left before he before Monday started. No idea, but he, what a chicken shit. What a fucking pussy. It's funny, like, just thinking about it. Like, so random. Like, you're you're just working and literally, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm happy with your work. I have no complaints. Never had a complaint. Yeah. No, it was, and, 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 and I don't even, like, I'll be honest with you, this, this much time removed, like, I don't even remember half the shit that went into everything. I just remember... Always being frustrated with the lack of preparation and planning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm dealing with in my job now. I, I, I mean, listen. Anything when it comes to general uh, a home uh, renovation construction, anything can be done. And uh, and but but you have to have the correct. There's there's steps you take, and I would always get frustrated with him. It was just like you're just not taking those correct steps. Like they're easy. They're yeah. not difficult in any 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 aspect. So. And money and the other thing, so whatever it was, but uh, yeah, he's but yeah, that's construction. Every now and then you work with somebody, you think you're totally cool. The next day, it's a one eighty, and you're like, "What the fuck?" So you got two good ones. I don't know if you ever want to tell any of them. Shit, man, I've got a good, I've got a few good ones. I mean, your last one with your boss was insane, but that's uh, that. 
that stays with family for right the time being <laughs> because I am um I am close to that family. So it's it's it, that was unfortunate. That was unfortunate that I had to waste a year of my fucking time. But I learned a lot of lessons during that time. Um I got a I got a good one. So uh for the people who don't know, I am a little emotional from time to time. To wear my emotions on my uh, sleeve, and I've gotten better with an age. Most of your rage, yeah, I think that's the one emotion that you so are quick to trigger on. This is a moment where things may have gone a little too far. <laughs> so I was in Texarkana working on a power plant. Is is that like anywhere? Like near Texas, and it's on Arkansas? the border of Texas and Arkansas. I I, I would just assume. If it was like somewhere else, <laughs> that'd be funnier. But it wouldn't yeah. make a lot of sense. And it's it, it, think of it as like the largest truck stop in America. Okay, it's just this big. It was basically a big truck stop that turned into a town. Anyway, we're working on this power plant in a, in a town called Fulton, Arkansas, right by Texarkana, and um, you can make all the assumptions of the people you would find in a small town in Arkansas. You are correct. There were very good people there. I yeah, saw- but it's the Texas side of Arkansas. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, so we're going to power plant. I am a electrical journeyman. Uh, uh, excuse me, an industrial electrical journeyman by trade. Uh, one of my many trades. And at the time, I have my my, my, my license. I still actually have my license. Uh, but I'm jumping from job to job. So I jump on this job with my dad. And I forgot. Like My take home every week was like... Like sixteen, seventeen hundred plus our per diem, which is about seven fifty a week. That's that's insane. I lived off my per diem. I never spent a dime. That was like a while ago too. Yeah, that was like just like two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven. Because I still had I still had my uh, 06 Impala, so it was like two. I think it was like two thousand eleven, uh, two thousand twelve. So, and uh, and me and, and me and my dad are renting a, a townhome for like seven hundred dollars a month. And with all our bills, like we we didn't have we had like basic cable and electric, and with all our bills, it was like a less than a thousand a month, and we split it between the two of us. And then between that, I think my car payments and everything, like my entire like bill set was like under under uh, my entire bills were like under a thousand a month, and I'm making like I'm making real good money. Anyway, but when I get in the cruise, so I just come back. I just come from. Uh, my my trade my part of the trade that I was excellent at was uh bending pipe. I I, I laid pipe. I bet so. I laid some pipe, sir. I, I laid some pipe. The last <laughs> pipe bender over here. <laughs> so I go on this job site going like I can't wait because the job I had just come from, I I did the the whole the whole pipe work on a uh a uh, reclamation, uh, some reclamation furnaces, but a giant uh, uh, sand plant where they make the sand that they use for uh, ground penetrations for natural gas. Take it ahead here. <laughs> Maybe two. I want to get back to how you bend that pipe. Do you use your left hand? Is it going the, like the right cheek? <laughs> and work around your teeth. You learn to be ambidextrous, sir. Yeah, you, you learn to get good with uh, with both. Proficient. You know? Yeah, you got to be proficient both yeah. in both styles there. So, 
So I get on the job site, and I'm all, and I'm all, I'm fucking jazzed out of my mind because this is like the largest. This is the largest. Uh, I kind of burned the tip of my nose with that flame. Oh, with the last nose. one there. Yeah, oh, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out there. So I'm all jazzed. I get on the job site. I know how much money I'm gonna make, and I'm just like, this is gonna be fucking awesome. Plus, like, uh, there was a time period where the my dad and I didn't get along, and this was a time for us to like really just kind of like, you know, bond. And it was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome to get the t- get that time to spend with him. And, uh, cause it was only like two years before he passed away. So we're on the job site and they put me with the wire pulling crew when I got in because every crew needed to have at least one licensed journeyman electrician to certify that crew. So I was in a crew with one dude who used to be a, uh, he used to be a, uh, uh, iron worker and he's a very high strung, uh, individual that, I still talk to from time to time. And the rest of the crew was all Mexicans, all illegal. With the one head Mexican, the only guy who was training to be a journeyman electrician. Like, taking the courses to take the test, kind of. Right. Um. Didn't know his shit. Couldn't tell his ass from his elbow. Oh, he's still training. But our, our uh, foreman was a Mexican-American who had like this fucking like to this guy. Oh my god. So dude. when I came on I can already see where this is going. So when I came on the shift This is gonna be like a, a Nazi rally by the end of this thing. Yeah, when I came on the shift my first day, um this guy's trying to order us all around. And my my thing when I get on any new job is like you get a month. I keep my mouth shut, I'm smiling, we're well, all you, good. You gotta get the lay of the land. Yeah, I I, I you gotta st- see what the politics are. I stay quiet. You gotta see the pecking order. And I just kinda observe. So I don't, there's, I, I, I make a, especially in jobs where you're getting paid that kind of money. It's like all hands on deck. We're, 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 we're fully in tune with this and we're going to, we're going to make this work. So my, this is my first fucking day on the job. It's like 30 degrees outside and it's rainy. Um, so it's miserable. We're in the building and he's like, we're running, we're running a line to a generator. We're just rolling. This pipe has already been, uh, Already been put up, and we're just running the wires through it. That was our job, just to, to, to fucking pull cable. That's all we did. And I went up to a pull point, pulled my, my, my end of the pull point. They couldn't pull the rest, and this goes into later uh, part. So I got frustrated because they couldn't pull it. And I'm just like, and remember, my first day in the job, so I'm like, we need to get these pulls done because we need to work. I much later found out that no, what you do on those job sites is you take as long as you can. You try to make every pull last as fucking long as possible because nobody cares. This job was five years over, over plan. And well, and so it's a, it, you're it's extending, a you're extending yeah. your, everybody's extending their stay. All the head foremen were locals because part of the contract was locals had to be in, in high art. So you had a dude whose entire existence was fucking sheep, and all of a sudden he's head of electrical on the job site. Yeah. And uh, and I'm speaking passionately about the man because he talks – we pull him into this story much later. Uh, so I get down off the off the, uh, the stage I'm on, um, off the platform I'm on, and I go over to where they pull it. I shoo them out of the way, and I pull the rest through. Um. And you know the 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 one the other the only other the only other white guy on the on the squads like he's like he's very high strung and straight from the Marine Corps, 
so he's barely a human being. Right. I mean, uh, <laughs> he's just like, he's like, fuck yeah, show him how it's done in America kind of thing. And I'm just like, you need to calm the fuck down, buddy. Listen, they're just tiny little, they're tiny little people and they're just not very strong. Okay. Right. Look, they're working very hard for their family. I respect them. You know, whatever their status is, we're all equal out here. We're all working together. I never, I never put myself above anybody out when I'm working. So, but I do get, you as you know, I do get frustrated sometimes. I'm like, just let me do it. Uh, because that's just how I am. So I pulled through and one of the guys had climbed up where I was to, to keep feeding as I was pulling. Well, I go back up there and I'm like, Hey man, toss me down my, uh, cause I had left my 11 one up there, 11 one screwdriver, you know, cause I always had my tool pouch on me cause I'm always prepared cause I'm insane. And he's like, he's, he barely speaks any English and he's like, he just kind of shrugs. I'm like, what do you mean shrugs? He's like, nothing's up here. I'm like, and I know I left my fucking tool up there because in a half I went down to go pull this wire. I go up there. So he comes down. I go up there. There's no tool. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, give me my 11 to 1. Like, like, look, I just want to lay it right now. I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, I know you understand me. Just so we are 100% clear. Don't steal my tools. If you got a problem, let's talk. Don't steal my shit. He's like, I don't have, I don't have. And I'm sort of like picking him up and shaking him down like a cartoon. You know, just turning him upside down and getting the loose change out and grabbing my tool and just walking away. I'm not going to fight this guy or anything, but, you know, 11 and ones are like fucking 15 bucks. So, no, fuck you. I'm not, you know, and, and, and we're working 12-hour days. I don't have time to go Home Depot and buy a new one kind right. of thing. And the, 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 the leader comes over. Um, I don't even remember his fucking name. And he's like, he's like, if you have a problem, I'm like, he's got my tool. I just want my tool, man. Listen, there's no problem with anybody. I don't have an issue. Just give me my fucking tool. And we're good. We won't even talk about this anymore. I don't care. I understand we're in a construction site. This is how it is. You guys are probably fucking seeing, you know, pushing, seeing that, you know, how far. Well, this is how far. If we're going to do this day one, here we are kind of thing. And he's adamant. And then he, he starts accusing me. I forgot. He accused me of something. And I was and I was like, you need to shut your mouth. Because I'm the only journeyman on this crew. He's all a journeyman. I'm like, yeah, sure you are, buddy. And I pointed out the three different ways we could have run that fucking line that would have made it super simple and not wasted fucking an hour of everyone's time. He's like, oh, you can't talk to me like that. And I'm like, are you a journeyman electrician? No. Shut your fucking mouth kind of thing. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and he started getting Irish. So then I started getting hot. And then I may have been, I may have threatened to throw him off the, uh, the, uh, we were on the second floor of a five-story complex. I'm like, I'll throw you off this goddamn fucking thing, you little fucking. And I, I, I said things. I said things. So our foreman had to come up and pull me aside after he found out what, what went down. Gave me back my 11 and 1. Where was it? Where do you think? Okay. And, uh, and he's like, look, it's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, look, motherfucker, I know you need me on the crew. That's the only reason I'm here. I should be been in pipe. But I'm getting paid a lot of money to do a little bit of nothing. He's like, he's like, how about we come to a compromise? And the compromise, this is how I had the greatest job in America for a very short period of time. The compromise was um, they were working fine without me. Uh-huh. I came on the crew to certify the crew. So he goes, look, I don't care what you do. You tell me where you'll be. And you go fuck off to that spot. Let the crew do their thing. If we need you for any reason, I'll come get you. 
Which I sub uh, I sub, uh, you know. So I found like I uh, guess that they never came and got you. For no, anything? no, no. Well, eventually everything rolled out and everything went went fine. Uh, the other guy, the the other guy, eventually realized that he didn't know what the fuck he was doing and it was starting to show. So he, him and I had a conversation where he apologized to me, and and I was kind of like teaching him along the way while also running the job. Right. And I didn't mind doing it because it meant that we could work. But I spent three months um, in five or six different perches on uh, uh, scaffolds that were like in the top tops where no one would find you. I'd go up there. I'd sleep. I would just go up there and sleep. And if they needed me, every uh, – uh, uh, every one of the scaffolds had a uh, a cable that you attach to your harness because you needed to be fully harnessed or all through OSHA. So if they needed me, they would just ring the chain. I'd hear the chain ring. I'd look down and they'd ring go, it hey, or just like help. rattle it. Yeah, they rattle it. Okay, I look. I know if there was like we said ring, it made me think there was a bell. At no, the no, you know, rattle the chain because you know it's it's I got all the clevises, so it all makes all this noise when you do that. So I'd come down. I'd walk to wherever they were. I. Like it take twenty seconds, whatever it was, pull the wire that they needed pulled for them, go back to my perch, go up and go back to sleep. That's, and I did that for almost three straight months. That's hilarious. And I got paid almost two thousand dollars a week to do that. Um it was the greatest job I'd ever had in my life. <laughs> I mean, I'd killed my battery on my cell phone. And eventually I had to be like, nah, we're just gonna take naps, man. We're just gonna it was it it was cool because it was like it was in the building, it was like 50, 40, well, back 50. then, what was on your cell phone was like just yeah, back, doing texting and talking? Yeah, you didn't even have the internet or nothing. Yeah. So it would just be like, you know, texting whoever. And uh, um, But you were my Carhartts, and Carhartts are, you know, a brand that's very insulated. So I was like in a bed. It was so comfy. In a building, very, very AC, you know, the, the, the natural building was about, you know, 40, 50 degrees. Oh, it oh, was so good. I did that for three straight months. It was the greatest thing. But anyway, so... So the the high supervisory foreman, the general foreman of that job, was a local. Um, his name was Chad. Never forget his name. And our first interaction was he found out that I did professional wrestling. Always, always, and you trouble. Know, good old Southern boy. And he's like, and he was, he was like, he was like a fanboy about it. Uh-huh. So I, you ever met, you ever met Ric Flair? You know, you, you ever met Honky Tonk? You right. know, it's just like, bro, you need to calm the fuck down. These aren't these these people are not who you think these people are, you know. Uh, and, and 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 just because I'm in the wrestling business doesn't mean I've met them. It's right. like it's like saying like, I'm a musician. Oh shit, uh, you know, how long have you known James Hetfield? It's like, calm down. <laughs> we we don't all of a sudden become an exclusive group. Uh, explaining that to people is weird. Uh, and like months went by. And then finally the job well, was... Well, only because I think everyone only knows wrestling as yeah. the stuff they see on TV. Yeah. They don't know there's like this whole underbelly of... Awful. Indie local promotions and... A bunch of 23-year-old kids who've never been in a real fight in their entire life acting like badasses. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, yeah, no one's better here. No, no, no. No, that's no. cool. When are we going to have that podcast? The... I, I, the, what, the, the I'm Bitter About Wrestling podcast? Yeah, I guess I, I need to drink you before could, that one. I mean, you I can, need to open up for that one. You can open that can of worms every time you want. I don't know. <laughs> for the for the one person that's listened to every one of it. I don't know if you want to do it right now or play no. off another guy. 
when they're here? Uh, I don't know. We tell we, them how they. We might have to save that one for like. What I might have to do is we might have to go to an indie show, like watch it, then like come back and immediately turn on while you're freshly well, agitated and, and just let me go hammer in on everything. Extra surly. Yeah. Like a like a well when like Anthony a gets, you want to shake me when Anthony gets booked in another seven months maybe we'll go or mm. we can always go to one of the. Uh, one of Dave's shows. Anthony only gets booked down here when Publix has his WrestleMania. That's true. <laughs> so I never did ask him if he actually got paid cash or if it was like a deli sub platter. <laughs> I kind of would like the platter, to be honest with you. Yeah, you yeah. would think it's because it, it's either like thirty bucks yeah. or I could give you a fifty dollar platter. Yeah, like from a fucking Publix. platter sounds amazing. Yeah, or like, like just like as as many boneless. Chicken tenders is uh, oh the popcorn chicken in Publix is awesome as as will fit in two you whole Debo buckets. Do you know what I've become a fan of? Uh, the croquettas, the 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 potato balls, the the beef patties and the empanadas. I've been starting. Oh, to you get got those. a little flavor in your I life. I do, I do. It's like this weird thing where like I'm starting to try new things, like like oh uh, culinary wise. I don't know. I don't know where. Right it's when you're from. Right, right when you're supposed to have a restricted diet too. I know exactly. I'm, oh, we haven't done an update on that. Uh, update on uh, uh, the uh, the dick pearls. The uh, <laughs> stone watch 2020 Stonewatch. here. 2020 your kidney um, stones so we i should have started with this god damn uh, i forgot you were uh you were infirmed well it, it's gonna suck because like here's so the no so no i feel perfectly fine the plumbing seems to be working fine there's no pressure no pain i think i may have passed them and not known it you could go with that and then one day <laughs> it's gonna be you're gonna get a text. I'm dying. It's gonna be tinkle, tinkle, wow. <laughs> which is which? At this point, is what I'm assuming. It's like it's like the it's like that stupid Jack in a Box, and you're like, oh, well, the Jack's not gonna come out now. We're good, right? It went through the song. The yeah, first time. and you're like, oh, well, shit. It's it. It must have. I must have missed it and just went back in or whatever. It's defective. No. See, that's what yeah. you go real slowly and scared the first time around. Yeah. And then once it does it, you play it fast yeah. and that's when it gets you. Now yeah. you're playing it fast, pal. You're yeah, gonna... I am playing it. But I'm also, I, I haven't stopped. Like the uh, uh, last night, I, I broke the seal on my monster band. I had oh, to. Oh, I thought like I had to. or something like that. No, no. I, I had to because I was so, I was so tired. I was like, there's no, I, I like. My monster, just drink a different energy drink. Those are so bad for you. There's like all natural. Like the bangs are taste can't great, and they're all natural. The bangs, Why? There's, I try. They've got like twenty them. flavors. How can you can't stand them all? I'll, I'll try again, maybe. It, it, it might bang might be one of those. You tried the one I gave you. The one that was good. It was, it was like apple. Oh, oh, the apple one. I'll, I'll see. When I, I'll tell you what. When 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 I need an energy drink again, I will try it. Bang. And we'll we'll have a, an update on just the, work a bang update. I'm not pushing that brand specifically. It's just what I drink. Yeah. But I know monsters are no good. They're so tasty, though. I don't really think so. That red monster. <sighs> I don't know. I wouldn't kill a man, but I hurt a man. For one. So yeah, I had I had one because I had I had I was like I was not gonna make it, so I drank that. But and then it was then it was. Uh, you should just learn to be a coffee drinker. I was thinking yeah, I was actually giving that some serious thought the other day, but I'm like, but I've never liked coffee. Never. I, I, uh, I like coffee, but I also have learned to drink it. I'll drink it any way possible. Sometimes it's cream and sugar. Sometimes it's black. Sometimes it's 
iced sometimes it's not i'm I, told only psychopaths drink it black uh, a lot of people do i it's i don't know anything about coffee so people do fasting have to because uh-huh. uh you're not you're not allowed to have calories oh, so okay. you know cream mm. and sugar are calories so you have to have it black that, that whole fucking nonsense yeah whatever but uh so uh yeah coffee you should switch to mm-hmm. i think I'd, oh, that's that's right. That reminds me too. But I might go full retard with that coffee thing. Like you might find me like Mr. Starbucks. You know, I've... Starbucks is disgusting. It, they burn the beans. Uh-huh. It tastes burnt. But we, we last time we were at, we were working some of this week where the house was like within walking distance of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Like like there's a privacy wall there and like a nice horse community kind of thing. But there's a wall. But the wall kind of has a segment in it. And if you just walk through this one lawn through the through the hole. It's right out onto the street where, you know, commercial properties are. Yeah. So it was a quick walk to uh, Duncan and uh, the guy that works with us, Blizzo, he, uh, I told him to give me an iced coffee. And first thing, like, it's really like when someone asks me, when I offer, when I offer to go get someone something, if there's a question, I just get them the large one, you know, because you're already offering to buy them. What's, yeah. what's, what's the difference in the upcharge? So it really bugs me when people like cheap fuck you and come back with the small. Is it what he did? Oh, yeah. But so he comes back with a small. And it's an iced coffee, black. And uh, it's got, it's it comes in a plastic cup yeah. with a plastic lid. And there he hands me the straw. And it's one of these fucking paper straws. Oh, no. Oh, no. I fucking hate those paper straws, man. And, and there's a couple of things. Turtles here. need to get smarter. There's a couple of things here. Like, yeah, my, 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 I think I made a post about it. It was like, it was like, yeah, you know, uh, or, or I made a comment about it. It's like, yeah, we, we've lost the right to plastic straws because there's one video of a turtle with a straw up its nose. Yeah. Good thing the, the cup and the lid, which are way bigger waste <laughs> of plastic, or the spoons, knives, and forks, and everything, or, yeah. or the wrapper that they come in, all, mm-hmm. all that other plastic. Good thing those things can get stuck in a turtle's nose mm. because we'd be in real trouble. We'll see. We'll see like a lid get stuck in like a dolphin's eye one day and those will be gone. But we'll uh, but God forbid we have our plastic straws. Mm. So this this paper straw and it's like literally the second you go to take your first sip, you're miserable <laughs> because no matter it doesn't not like it affects the flavor of what you're drinking. But I think that like the sensation, because you're used to drinking out of certain things, yeah, and paper's not one of them. That it just it immediately in your brain everything feels totally wrong. Having that paper straw yeah. in your like touching your lips, it's the it just does not feel right. It's 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 a uh, and, and the sad thing is that Duncan has these like magnificent. They're like long. They're. Uh, they're not that bendy, like they're a thick gauge yeah. of plastic, orange and pink straws. <coughs> and uh, they're like you could you could pencil fight with them. They're that yeah. they're that strong of a straw. They're good straws. And if they got rid of those for these paper things, now it's funny. I think I saw someone else with a Dunkin' somewhere else, like a day or two later, and they had a plastic straw in their cup. But I'm thinking either this guy not only fucked me by cheap. Cheap fucking and offering to get me a drink than getting me the small. Yeah, you look at me. Have you ever seen me get the fucking small anything? But you're so dainty. 
Yeah, well, not even that I'm big or dainty, but like no. I work with them every day. Yeah. Have I ever ordered the small? No. Get the fuck no. out of here. I'm not. What am I? What am I? Fourteen? Yeah, what, what grown man has a small of anything? Yeah, small. I want like the large and and a double burger. You know, I like double what I can double. So, uh, so not only did he uh, cheap fuck himself and me into a small, but uh, uh, there may have been a choice and he just grabbed a paper straw. I don't know. I don't know if they're like phasing them out and stores still have some yeah. and others don't. But I, all I know is I got that bullshit. Pay- it may even be where you live. Like some, are, some areas cater to like the more whiter the privileged people, the more paper over plastic you're going to have. Well, that that's true because uh, uh, you know where Hollywood uh, Hills High School is? Yeah. All the area businesses around there that that Dunkin' Donuts, there it's all halal. There's a pizza place oh, that you can't you can't get pepperoni, right? Because it's all halal, right? Yeah. So there there are okay. places like that though that, that have. Well, very I get specific, that, but it yeah. but that's like more of a legit reason to cater to someone yeah. than like activi- like bullshit activism. What about like, the Ninja Turtles, man? Like they, they're never really spoken for. <laughs> what, what what would happen if Straw Man were to come after them? I they're dead. Know. Yeah. Right. They're dead. Shredder. I, the, I got confused when you, the way you entered that <laughs> tangent until you were like straw man and I still didn't get it. And then I'm like, oh, right. Because of the nose and yeah. the video and stuff. The straw man will do in one fight what the Shredder couldn't do in 30 years. That's true. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and then I see everybody with the steel straws, and I'm like, "You're gonna fuck your teeth up, you, every last one of you." We're not supposed to, yeah, but people are stupid. Well, also, I think that feels wrong, and too, it doesn't feel right. Does You're feel, used to a certain feel. It does feel weird. It you're does used feel to a certain weird. feel yeah. when, you're, when you just when, like, if you're like didn't been doing it ten, twenty, if you've been doing it thirty, forty years of drinking. And and knowing what it feels like, you know, the straw is a little bit of bend. It's plastic has a certain feel and whatever. The paper feels wrong, and I think the metal ones feel. But wrong even psychologically, too. because like it is psych. But that's it. It's psychological. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you- because I remember, like, I forgot where we go. Um, a flashback diner. We went the other night, and they have the paper straws now, and the yeah, the tea. You're just they got the containers like- are, are paper too. The to go containers. Oh, I noticed that. Oh wow. Shit, it I'm just feels impressed. weird, man. It just feels weird. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's definitely weird how like a simple change and just the manufacturing of the like and it just the just the just the uh, the the product, you know, instead of instead of plastic paper, just that different, the different texture, the different, you know, that that makes all the difference. In I something. guess it just takes a generation. Like the next generation just won't know any different. So well, the next generation also like will be triggered by going outside. No, I meant the next one, oh. where like. They weren't born when there was plastic straws. Oh, that kind of shit. Ten four. Like telling people, like telling people, like, hey, remember when you, you know, the, the kids, like, because you know, I, I have a lot of friends with kids, uh, young kids, so it's great to like talk to the young kids, and you're like, yeah, you know, it's it's almost in the back of, back in my day kind of thing, but I don't like say it in that way when it's like when they're like, I can't find this song on 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 iTunes, and I'm like, oh man, gee whiz, shucks. What a hard thing. You don't have to do a Google search or, you know, you have to do some extra work on the Internet. 
And they're like, well, "What'd you? How'd you guys have to find songs that you didn't, that you that you couldn't, you could only uh, remember it, but you couldn't quite place it?" It's like you had to go to a record store and hope and si- and be the asshole singing it to the guy at the yeah. counter <laughs> and hope maybe somebody, so someone in the store kind of goes, "Oh, I know that song." No, the answer was you waited till they played it on the radio, on again, the radio again and made sure you paid attention when the guy said who and what it was. Yeah, Shit. they're like, "That's that doesn't sound right at all." That's that's funny. You're just making jokes. It's kind of like, you stupid little piece of shit. <laughs> privileged. Like, kids are so privileged now. It's it, like the wife and I were even talking about the other day. Like, we have kids. Like, wh- when's the, when is, when is it, when's it proper to introduce a child? But, but do you even get the choice nowadays? Like, do you get the choice when you introduce your child to, to like, electronic, electronic environment? Because they'll be around kids that, you know, you know, some asshole will give their with their kid a fucking iPhone at four, you know. So by the time he goes to kindergarten, he's already a certified fucking you know tech whiz with the goddamn thing. And your kid, because you don't want your kid to like fucking have internet porn at fucking four years old, you're like holding off, you know, because a kid's gonna override any of your codes or shit because fucking kids are smarter than you give them any credit for. And and, and that whole that I'm not looking forward to any of that. I'm not I'm not looking forward to having kids and trying to like. You know, dive around. I mean, I guess I could talk to AJ because he's had mean, to go through it. You mean the parenting aspect? Of you no, know, just how you how you handle that because you it's, don't want your you don't want your kids you know you want kids to fucking explore the world, go outside, you know, you know, uh, dodge a sexual predator every now and then, you know, gain some life experience. Right, build up your immunity, like yeah. a, like a few doorknobs. Yeah, just you know, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't lick doorknobs now. Wait a couple months. Right, probably a bad time now, unless you want to spend a few weeks in the hospital bed, <laughs> being mostly dead. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know what Anthony does. I think Anthony's kids kind of run the roost there. Ah, uh, ten four. <laughs> we'll that have to ask true. him. That might be and the 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 the, the Genazo return. They they seem to be uh, well uh, well catered to. Oh. Oh, you want to give your kids everything? My parents gave me everything. I never complained. I, I had a great childhood. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like. I'm like, but it's different. I don't. Now. I don't think they hear no. Yeah. To some things they should hear no to. That's probably true. <laughs> I'll probably, probably get in trouble for saying that. I don't care. Oh. Not like his kids are gonna listen to this. No. It's what? not like he's gonna listen to this. What? He might. He might. He. Hi, AJ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is it? Have we gone too far in the podcast to give a shout out to Blake? I don't think we need to talk about Blake. Oh, ten four. He's making moves, Ben. I don't know. He's making all the moves. <laughs> I'm trying to save him an hour and a half because if he's not in, if we go up Saturday if to he's see, not mentioned, yeah. then he won't listen anyways. If we're gonna go if we go up Saturday, <laughs> we're we're gonna have to do something with Drew for like five ten minutes just so Blake will be the only man we haven't had here from um, the group. Drew will probably drive down or something. I'll get a uh, we'll get a seance going. We'll get Jackie involved. No, no, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I have I have one I'm saving up for like if Blake like were to ever really fave us to do it like he gave his word he would do it then then no showed then I have a I, I have a one last like a grenade I can throw on the fire but I'm gonna hold off on that okay I'm gonna hold I off can't on wait that. for that because you know it'll happen Blake's a man of his word he's, but he's making moves right now Ben. Okay, I don't even know what that means. All the moves. No, I don't think anyone uh, even knows what we're talking about at this point. 
I don't think anyone's listening, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I don't think this is, that joint didn't help me. Everything we're doing right now is building up a back catalog for if we ever do become a thing, people turn back and go, whew, look how far they came. No, it's going to be like, like uh, look at all the offensive shit that they didn't realize they were saying. Let's. Uh, oh, we're just triggering people left and right. Let's go on Twitter and yell at our ten, at their 10 people yeah. about how uh, somebody get, needs get to be Get them canceled. big swinging Twitter balls going. Big man on campus. I don't. I don't even understand Twitter. I, I. I may only get Instagram back because of the suggestion you had about it being good for the eventuality of me getting back to working on props and such. Yeah, you're really just on Facebook. Yeah, I'm thinking about. I, I have given serious thought to just keeping Messenger and just getting rid of Facebook. I don't know, man. You, you seem to scroll a lot. I do a lot of memeing. Can you handle it? Can you handle that cold turkey? Mm. Right, you listen. It's been a, it's been a time for a change in my life the last uh, couple months here. Um, trying new foods, exploring, you know, becoming more of an adult. And Facebook might have to go, man. At least for a while. That's fine. Let you keep Messenger. No Messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I still want to be like be able to. But let's be honest. We know people that were too kind to delete on Facebook. They post things that just man, baby Jesus doesn't like. I unf- I yeah. Well. A lot of your friends I've I unfollowed or got unfriended by a long time ago. I mean, it's just it's unfortunate some that people can't look in a mirror and go, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't post this stupid horseshit nonsense," but they do anyway. Yeah, I just post shitty memes that may or may not offend somebody. I po- I posted a rant, uh, uh, not a rant, but like a comment about that plastic straw and how it doesn't feel right. Yeah, someone came on and was like aggressive, like, "Oh, if that was the worst part of your day, consider yourself blessed." And I'm like. What a shitty fucking thing to say. I'm like, that wasn't even close to the worst thing of my day. You know, but even if it was, like, I'm not complaining about anything. I'm making, like, a funny little post, yeah. engaging a few people, getting a little back and forth with a few people. and like People whatever. who get fucking privilege triggered need to jump into fucking traffic. I'm That's like, so fucking stupid. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's so fucking... You know, we had a person call into the call center the other day, and her thing was, she ordered, like, 30 bags of food. <sighs> My order comes in just, I just, I just want to know if a Chewy is environmentally safe or environmentally friendly enough. 12 boxes seems like a lot. It looks like you could bring all these in and you could cut the boxes in half and maybe use less packing. Like, you know, maybe just try to help with the environment a little bit more. And all I'm thinking in my mind is, I'm sorry, you've clicked Call Chewy on your iPhone, the signal that goes into the sky, that collects all these rockets that were built in a, a multi-company You're thing. You're losing me. What the fuck are you... Basically, you're talking about working on the environment just by the simple act of calling me on a cell phone and everything that goes into making that cell phone work and active and the, all the environment that gets destroyed in this. Shut your fucking mouth and just enjoy the dog food, you dumb cunt. You stupid bitch. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Someone's getting angry. It's so stupid. I can't stand that environmental bullshit. And they drive around in a Tesla. Shut the fuck up. Do you know how many, like, like, how, like, waterways got 
because of the lithium batteries or the fucking environments that have been destroyed in the making and creation of the parts that go into the car that you call environmentally sound, you dumb. Unless you're fucking foot pedaling a fucking rock car around and talking through two, a string with two fucking cups on the end, fuck you and your environmental sound bullshit, you snobby, overprivileged cunt. Sorry, I'm done. Hmm. Just, uh, like, I'll be, I think maybe next week we'll let you calm down and tell us how you really feel about it. <laughs> it's just, with conversations like that, like, I won't miss. Just, just the dumb, dumb. I can't, I can't imagine I'd really enjoy working a call center Fuck job. no. Like, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't think, you said that's one of the ones I can't, I won't miss. I don't think I'd miss any conversations I would have. No, like, call like the people in my direct team. Like, we have good conversations. I'm not talking about that. Oh, but, like, with customers the on the calls, phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I would feel every single one's it's one dog I could do shit. It's all dog shit, man. I mean, every, every fucking third call, you get someone who just calls and like, look, man, I did a fucking thing. Could you guys help me fix it on, on your side? And we're like, yeah, sure, and we're out, like, two minutes. Like... I could deal with those all day. It's a normal and person. Happy and a normal person has a normal problem that we are we exist for. But then the people that call up and they're like, "What animal rescue should I get my dog from? What animal rescue is is you know has the be- this and that? And could you do a search for me on the internet? Um, I looked you up on Google, and you're just like, and you can't put two and two together that you could do this on your own fucking self. Get out of the goddamn library. Get a fucking job." Because you don't have a dog, don't have any pets. I wouldn't even trust you with yourself. Do you not have a sponsor? Fuck you. I, I, I just so just oh, all oh, the driveling garbage that comes out of people's mouths, and you have to sit there and you're like, absolutely, I'm here to help you. Ha ha. Fucking a man. Um, I won't. I'm not missing it at that's all, a, brother. It, that's the Marco Mouse voice. The Marco Mouse. That's the Marco Mouse voice. I rarely hear it. The infamous the, Marco Mouse voice. The Marco Mouse voice. <laughs> God, I'm so fucking that. That I think that the yeah, joint got me a little high. I'm a little. I uh, think so, Ben, because it got me pretty high. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it felt good to talk shit about some of these people. Though. 